0: Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com comedy podcast network. Over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android. Whoa! <coughs> <coughs> Ugh. Lightning? <coughs> Smoke? <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho, Good man, times. Ra- Macho Man Man Rady Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah,
1: love to read. Talking about reading, yeah. Got a book right here, uh huh.
0: Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, there's a lot of slashes in there. <laughs> I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The
1: the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy, yeah. Because I always get paper cuts. That's why I
0: always got tape on my fingers, uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty
1: of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That
0: sounds like a hell
1: of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man.
0: Uh Uh-huh. No. So you telling me that I got to pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audio
2: book? Aha, uh-huh. yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm.
0: That's free. And then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper
1: cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. aha, uh-huh. The show is free. I like it. Uh-huh.
0: You know what, Macho Man Rady Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it.
1: Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And today we have a very special guest, uh, a foreign exchange, I can't even say right, a foreign exchange <laughs> student, as it were. Uh, this guy does a lot. He uh, is an alumni of the Second City. He works at the Second City. He uh, directs. He directs. He writes. He directs on your mark, mm-hmm. which we talked about in the past. He's an original curtain jerks co-host which is the most important credit of all he works with laugh on behalf which i'm sure we're going to hear about a little bit later on and fresh back from japan please welcome to the podcast mark Warzeka. hi
3: phil <laughs> i'm scott you've oh. already forgotten who we are uh. <laughs> <laughs> no it's great to be back it's always awesome to be back on the show thanks for having me absolutely you you went to japan I just got back from Japan yesterday. And you gained an extra Tuesday, correct? Yeah, I got an entirely extra Tuesday. Mark lived two Tuesdays, everybody. Mm -hmm. Isn't that creepy? Explain how that works. Okay, so it's 17 hours ahead of Los Angeles, uh, currently Japan is. And um, well, That's
0: why everything's so futuristic. There. <laughs> it doesn't
3: change, right? It's always 17 hours <laughs> No, because we do daylight savings and they don't. They don't? No. I love Japan. So, so it more. alternates between 16 and 17 hour time difference, depending on what if we're in daylight savings or not. Okay. So um, so I woke up Tuesday morning in Japan. I lived an entire day. You decided to go, right? Yeah. Well, I was already in Japan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I was already in Japan. I'd been there for – I got to be in Japan in Tokyo for about a week. It was the first time I'd ever been there. but So the two Tuesdays was I woke up Tuesday in uh, in Japan and um, it had an entire day in Japan, got on the plane to go home, and uh, flew all the way back here, which was a 12-hour flight. Mm-hmm. So Japan time, when I landed in um, Los Angeles... It That's what you yelled when you arrived in Japan. Japan time! Right? <laughs> when I landed in Los Angeles, uh, Japan time, it would have been Wednesday morning. Okay. But... I went back in time then, 17 hours. So it was actually here. It was Tuesday at like 1130 a.m. So So then I did Tuesday all over again. (laughs) So I had two Tuesdays.
1: And I asked you this before, but now for the listeners, which was your favorite Tuesday? I think th- I think My American Tuesday, if okay. I'm being totally honest.
3: Which is that
0: name of that great foreign film, My American Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so people are probably wondering like so why is Mark on to talk about Japan? Well, first off, let's get into why you went to Japan. What okay. was the actual reason that you went
3: to Japan? Well, I went to Japan to work for the Yoshimoto Comedy Company. Okay. Yoshimoto Comedy Company is they they dominate like 90% of the comedy business is, in Japan. Is that their slogan? <laughs> we, it, like that would be a we very dominate. Japanese thing for that to be their slogan. <laughs> we dominate. 90%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but their their model like the Japanese like entertainment industry is set up differently than ours. It's much more um is this the right term Steve like more vertically integrated where they do everything they do Film, TV, theater, management. Well, when you, say, all,
0: when you say vertical, I immediately think, oh, great, so they're comedians. They're probably treated very poorly. So vertically, I'd assume there's a lot of things stacked on top of them. But I think what you mean is horizontal in terms of all different facets of entertainment. That's like- what I mean. Like so, so, marketing as well as being a mark uh, uh, a manager for a, yeah. a comedian as well as being talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So like, of course, here in the United States, these are these these things would be run by different companies. One company is your manager, or what? Different company is your agent. A different company runs theaters. A different company runs TV. A different company runs film. In Japan, Yoshimoto dominates ninety percent <laughs> of comedy. And they run all, they do everything. So if you sign with Yoshimoto, they're your manager, they're your agent, they run theaters, they run t- TV, they run film.
0: 90%, they dominate 90% of you.
3: Yes, they do. Wow. They dominate 90% of you. So these guys, these Yoshimoto comedians do all this stuff. So they're trained to do all of these different things. They do all of these different things. And even when you make it big, so the, so they start you start out doing theater and yoshimoto owns 12 different theaters across like japan. comedy theaters comedy or, theaters so they yeah. dominate the comedy theater market dominate <laughs> they own 12 <laughs> different comedy theaters all across japan and they um they uh start all their and three in tokyo okay. and they start all their comedians by doing you know live performances in theaters but then even when you make it big and you're performing on television and in films. You still perform in the theaters. You just add the TV and films on top of it. So you kind of just do it all there. It's very old school like vaudeville. What it used to be here when like the vaudeville performers would do TV and film and vaudeville still. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sort of structured like that. So anyways, what they don't do any of in Japan is sketch, sketch comedy the way we do it exactly. They don't really do that. And they particular- In what way? What do you mean, like writing their own? They don't do. And um, when you do, mean sketch
0: comedy, you mean playful make em up uh, plays that uh, people do
3: and put on without any props. They do <laughs> well. They don't do like um, shows with. Sh- they don't do like a, a shows with short five three to five minute sketches that are all different, like you would see on like Key and Peele or something. Today. Okay. They don't do that style of sketch comedy. And they don't do not do any improvisation whatsoever, which is a lot of what of course the three of us do here in, in the US. And you know, it's like that, that whose line is in any way style of improv. This is completely unfamiliar to, to them.
0: So it's stringently scripted like Mr. Eggplant.
3: Yes, it's stringently scripted. So and, you were um, an ambassador. Yes. So 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 the reason they um they brought me in is this Yoshimoto company is experimenting with Teaching improvisation to their comedians, and they want to see if they can start to try it and how it'll work in Japan. If it'll work in Japan,
1: so how did that come about? How did you get? How did you get chosen
3: to do this job? Uh, I was not chosen. I was dominated. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you were the young boy there. <laughs> I was the young boy. Um, well, um, did you guys ever watch Heroes on NBC? The NBC show Heroes. A little bit. Of- no. So, so the. Uh- <laughs> So the guy who was the um, the one of the leads of the show, he played the character Hero on Heroes. Yeah, he's the Japanese uh, titular character. Yeah, he's the Japanese. That's actor. the name of the movie. <laughs> so his name is um, is uh, Masioka, and he um, went to Second City LA, right? He did. He he's trained in improv. He's done comedy sports and theater sports in Second City. He's from Japan. He's got a foot in both worlds, and this was all his vision. He felt like. That Jap- Japan is ready for and needs a new uh, improvisation okay. and this new style of comedy. So he reached out to Second City. Second City grabbed me and put me together with Yoshimoto. And Masi and I went together to Japan and co-taught workshops to c- current Yoshimoto comedians. Wow. So we taught for, for three days. We taught about 60 different comedians that are working – comedians in japan currently did mm-hmm. they
0: take to it do you feel like they were pretty open to it or was it sort of this is an experimental hr sort of we thing? don't improvise like the west
3: well it it, it was there was a, <laughs> like mr baseball but yeah. with improv there were, there were some real challenges for the most part it went very well and they were into it and took to it um the the younger less experienced performers were much more open to it and took to it a lot more quickly than the older guys one of the groups they put the groups together by experience levels and one of the groups we had was extremely experienced and some uh, like three of the guys in it were were the most famous comedians in japan and um those guys in that group were the most challenging to teach okay because
0: they they have their skill set engraved into them so any sort of deviation from it would be almost impossible yeah ingrained I said engraved, right? <laughs> uh, Japanese wood blocking of the soul. Okay. Oh, okay. Scott. Woodblock carving
3: of the soul. Okay. So those guys were were the most inflexible, I would say, and it was a challenge to get them. Your Ric
1: Flairs, your Hulk Hogan's. Like, how are you yeah. going to change them? How are you going to change their uh, move set?
3: Well, Can't. it was like, it was like they were wanting to get up and do. They're funny characters that they already do, mm-hmm. and I think they were nervous trying something new in front of their peers, and maybe not being and good at it. Potentially they, failing. Potentially failing in the in front of their peers, which we wouldn't know about on the show. Never happens. Never. No, happens. Never fail.
0: That's, that's the motto of Curtain Jerks, right? Yeah. Curtain Jerks, never, never feel, fail. tell them we sent you. Yeah. Never feel. You just said never, Curtain Jerks, never feel. Never feel. I mean, it's, just, it's engraved on our tombstone. Yeah, it's like the Goonies. <laughs> Goonies never die. Curtain Jerks
3: never feel. So that was like the purpose of my trip. So most of the time I was there, I was working. But that wasn't the real purpose of your trip. Well, I had to get in some pro wrestling.
1: Exactly. I am, so, I am so jealous of you. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Really? Yeah. That's the one place I always want to go to. What
0: would you want to do there? Wait, wait, wait. I, if I could culturally sort of uh, minimize this whole thing. How was the food?
3: Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> the sushi's incredible. What? In
0: Japan?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the McDonald's was great. The Burger King was great. The yeah. Wendy's was great. You had to walk into a McDonald's, right? I, I actually didn't go to any they do have all those, especially in Tokyo. There's not a million of them, but they have them. The chain that's really big in Tokyo is KFC. Really? Yeah, the, the fast food chain that's the biggest of the U.S. fast food chains is KFC. And this is really pretty funny. They, um, so they celebrate Christmas in Japan. And it's a it's a fairly big holiday, even though it's not a religious country and it's not a Christian country. So it's
0: is it like a cultural holiday. Yeah,
3: it's like a kitschy pop cultural commercial holiday, God, like festivals. I love these people, and it's just like yeah. fun. Like all the stuff they have, the Christmas stuff is just like fun. You know, like loud, bright, kind of anime influenced, like Santa decorations and stuff. It's cool as hell. But the the tradition is. You go to KFC and buy like a traditional, ch- uh, like chicken dinner, and eat this for Christmas and give each like, other gifts. Like the really? bucket, yeah. or
0: do they have like a full rotisserie chicken, like- or is it the bucket?
3: It's not the bucket it's like a special Christmas dinner meal that they send you sell you of like you know a uh, uh, chicken and mashed potatoes and, and vegetables. So this so all over the KFCs all over Japan are all these Christmas make your res- reservations now for Christmas. Oh my god. These Christmas bags. Yeah yeah it's crazy. Oh
0: my god that's
3: incredible. They do, <laughs> I know. The other thing they do for Christmas is they do <laughs> I, I took some pictures of this I, I'll give them to you guys and we can put them on the on the okay. jerk's Facebook. But so I'm looking at all the Christmas decorations like this department store. And then there's all these like sexy Christmas outfits for women, and I'm like, I was like, what are these? And they're like, it's the it's the sexy Christmas outfits for, the, for <laughs> girls, stupid Gaijin? <laughs> yeah, for girls. And I go, what? We don't we don't have this in the United States. And they're like, you don't? And I go, no. And there's like these million different types of like sexy Santa outfits and elf outfits and. Literally, sexy reindeer and snowman outfits. I was just gonna
1: ask reindeer. Yes. So like this for real. The
3: the Christmas peripherals. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, yes, you have this. You have this in the United States. I'm like, no, we don't. And they go, yes, it's like for Halloween, the sexy costumes. All the girls wear the sexy costumes, and I go, yeah. And they're like. Well, we have this for Halloween and Christmas.
0: Oh, my (laughs) God. They've got two
3: Halloween.
1: They are so ahead of us. It's not just 16 or 17 hours.
0: It's not just 17 hours. They are culturally just light years (laughs) ahead.
3: So, yeah. What a wonderful land. Yes, it is a wonderful Uh, land. Feel
0: free at any point when you're telling your story, if you do think of another amazing thing about Japan, just go into it.
3: I'll go into
1: it. Okay. So you were in Tokyo. That's where mm-hmm. you were. Yes. The
3: whole time.
0: Oh, so, so that's the
1: Mecca of Japan. Like that's the, that's their New York basically. It like is. It's the, bigger
3: than New York. It's, I be, and I believe something like a third of the Japanese population lives in Tokyo.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: So when you were there, you started talking with people. You
1: told us a little bit about this, that you yeah. started telling people that you're a professional wrestling fan.
3: Yeah. Well, look, I, you know, I know this is a business trip. And I was gonna be working the whole time. But I was like, I've gotta do some some rest I've got to squeeze in some wrestling. It's You're called there. soul searching. It's called soul Somehow. searching. Somehow. Yeah. This is like a dream to get to go because on someone else's dime. On someone else's dime. To get to go and be in Tokyo. And and um you know, I've been a fan, of course, of American professional wrestling, but I'm a big fan of Japanese professional wrestling. In the nineties Funaki, Takamichinoku <laughs> Yoshitatsu, <laughs> yeah, Yoshitatsu, Tensai. <laughs> uh, in the '90s, you know, it was really, um, it was really huge. Um, That was a lot of crossover. You had a lot of, like,
1: WCW events were going over there. Hogan was going over there. Flair, the Steiners. Like, you're seeing those mashup of worlds, like DC and Marvel crossover.
3: Yeah. The 90s, the early to mid-90s was an enormous boom period in Japan. It was almost like what the Monday Night War period was here. Mm -hmm. Japanese wrestling, All Japan and New Japan was huge. Huge. The TV ratings were crazy. They would play the Tokyo Dome regularly and sell out the Tokyo Dome, which is like an eighty thousand seat building. It was nuts, and um, all these big stars. And it was a great, great time. And so I was following it. I would get the VHS tapes and follow it in the Observer and stuff. I was really into it. Then it crashed. There was a big crash in the two thousands, and it was off, it, it, like crashed hard. Um, unlike anything we've ever seen here in the States, like it crashed to the point where the TV shows were canceled. Really? Yeah. Like it wasn't on TV anymore. It hasn't been on TV. And so, and, and dwindled. So it dropped down to like getting a, a few thousand people per show. Okay. And it was in really rough shape during the two thousands. But in the last couple of years, as some of our listeners might know, new Japan professional wrestling in particular, which is the, the biggest promotion in Japan, mm-hmm. um, has had a resurgence. And they're in a boom period right now, and they've kind of been heating up. And they're the they're the number two company in the world now, behind WWE.
0: Do you know what turned the, what turned it around for them?
3: Big, st- you know, it mainly was a new generation of great stars. And Hiroshi Tanahashi, who's their big star, is you know hands down. I think you know a lot of people agree with him. The best wrestler in the world today. He's just like a total package. He's like got this. He's sort of like a, a got this John Cena type like charisma mm-hmm. and a Shawn Michaels work rate like he's phenomenal. He's won what the wrest-
1: promos like who would you compare those? to, Mark? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, they do promos a little differently there, but I don't know. Yeah, but who would you compare <laughs> it to? You know, Yoshi Tatsu. <laughs> oh, all right, he's good. Like he's won the Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year award for the last several years. He just got into the. He, I think he. I think he's the youngest person ever to get in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Um. So you know, he's been a big, big worldwide the star. Wolf? So it's been he, him, and and Okada is a huge star. And so these guys are like driving this resurgence. They're sort of like a you know the Rock and Austin of this era of New Japan. Okay. So I think these big, these young, cool stars have ushered in this like a new renaissance in in new japan right now
1: so that's where vince russo's booking right now is in new japan <laughs> exactly just making these <laughs> super cool uh big matches and, yeah
3: <laughs> so um so anyway so so i got to go to um you know the mecca of all japanese wrestling is is koreken hall which is next to the tokyo dome Mm -hmm. and we don't quite have something like this in the united states we don't
0: have like a straight up like venue just for wrestling no
1: madison square garden was sort of it and they act like it is but they don't go
3: there all the time anymore yeah msg would be like the closest kind of thing to it or maybe like the philadelphia uh the the, um ecw arena yeah yeah the bingo hall hall, yeah it's like that kind of thing or like back in the day like world class like uh, that venue they used to run in Texas, which slips my mind right now. was the Death Bowl? Yeah, the Sportatorium oh. or the Memphis that the the, the Memphis Arena that but they, they ran are very for
1: Like territorial, like it's not a, embraced by all.
3: Right, but in Japan, it's like this is the one place for the whole country that's been the home of legendary professional wrestling and is the pro wrestling building in Japan. It dominates. Dominates. <laughs> and it's a small building. And it's, con- it's considered one of the- it's considered the best building in the world to see professional wrestling. Cause Would you only- agree with that? I thought it was the best room I've ever seen a wrestling show in. How was the food? It's only got about—well, there's like hot dogs and shit for sale there, which really? is hilarious. But it's only got about 2,000 seats, and then there's some standing room-only areas, which I was in. That's a little bit more. You were in the standing room only? Yes.
0: And which they is know up you're the an top. ambassador of improv?
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, standing room up at up like in the— you're up at the top, standing room only. But it's not that high because it's only a 2,000-seat room. Okay. Every seat is a good seat. The fans who come there are hardcore and super into it. And everybody turns it on because it's Cork- – the wrestlers turn it on because it's Cork and Hall. And this is like they got to be at their best. So it's great. So my work schedule was pretty intense, but I got to go see one hour of the Pro Wrestling Noah show um, last Sunday, the um, the Global League uh, finals. Which is this tournament they've been running for a few months? Okay, and it was got to see only the first hour of it, but it was uh, pretty awesome to so, get to be there live. Was really a, a I felt very fortunate. It was a dream come true. So, who did you get to see wrestle in that in those matches? Um, the most, of, yeah, I don't know the Noah crew that well. Okay, Eddie Edwards was in the first match though, which a lot who a lot of our uh, listeners may know from Ring of Honor wrestling because mm-hmm. he's. Um, you know sort of a a big star there and have been a main event guy in ROH he was in the opener and was great mm-hmm. and um i yeah i don't know if i knew or, or or specifically remember the rest of the guys i saw in the match.
1: was there anybody that if like not knowing their names because obviously you're taking everything in but is there somebody that if you saw them again you'd go oh i remember them yeah guy.
3: yeah yeah definitely definitely, okay. definitely i should have brought my uh, program from the show with me <laughs> to here today cuz i had it um
1: was this that crowd was it that Japanese crowd where everybody's silent watching?
3: Yeah. So the the Japanese wrestling audience is different than the U.S. wrestling audience in that in the Japanese wrestling audience does not consistently make noise during the matches.
1: Yeah, they're not a typical American <laughs> crowd just yelling stuff. No, fandangoing. No, like doing all of that, uh, catcalling the ladies. No. They're just
3: silent. Yes, they're silent. And then they have like these, whoa. Yes, and when there's a high spot or a big move, they will react by going, what you just did, or they'll clap.
1: Yes, and also for kicking out.
3: And kickouts. And and
1: getting out of submissions. Like yeah. The fighting spirit.
3: Yeah. So you can hear, it's really surreal. Like I mean, mm-hmm. if you ever watch it on TV, you can see it. And, uh, and being in the room was kind of neat of like, I'm in the back, back, back of the house. It's not that far because it's a small room, but still, when when like guys are chain wrestling and stuff, it's completely silent in the arena. So you hear everything that's going on in the ring from the back of the house. You hear every sound the wrestlers are making, and it's really wild and different. Which
1: has always confused me because, I mean, for that style, calling spots in the ring.
3: That Did you hear them talking hear, Japanese right? to each other? I would assume, and I don't know, I would assume they either can't or have to be extremely good at it because you would hear it. Yeah, like I'm sure
1: there are some guys that plan out matches or that used to, but if you just feel it out there. If yeah. that's really the where you truly learn your craft, not just getting beat up to no end, but that you have to feel the crowd and just do it on the fly.
3: Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, blows I, my mind. I would guess they don't do a lot of spot calling in that. Does it, I
0: mean, do, does it feel like they're pretty tight matches in terms of people like just sort of feeling the crowd out? Yes. Even though everybody's bone quiet? Like they just, if they're not calling spots, that means they either did it before yeah. or they.
3: Well, you know, you know where the crowd's at. It's just in a different way than the U.S. crowd. Because you know that when you're hitting your big moves, they should be popping. For the big moves, because that's when they react. So you kind of judge that, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like, did we get a big reaction on that, a little reaction on mm-hmm. that? You know when they're supposed to be cheering, and you can gauge it still.
1: So did you get some good chants going, like, you suck dick, <laughs> you suck dick? You know, something
3: good to get the whole crowd into it more? That <laughs> kind of thing doesn't happen. <laughs> no chants? No fandango. <laughs> but we did get to go to some of the pro wrestling shops. So here's something that, that we don't have in the United States that I'm very jealous of that. Which we need to have. Which
0: is someone making rent from selling wrestling stuff.
3: <laughs> so because this yeah. is a <laughs> famous wrestling area, Tokyo Dome and Corkin Hall, they have like there's maybe eight or so eight or so pro wrestling stores mm-hmm. within a few blocks of the arena. And um and uh so I met a guy who a Japanese guy there who loves wrestling that sort of befriended who worked for Yoshimoto and he What's took, his name? I could not pronounce his name no no what'd you call him hey, he had dude. To have like a, a nickname. I called something. him my wrestling friend <laughs> <laughs> I really did <laughs> and um, what did he call you uh he called me Mark because that was that's easy oh all right not we, Markson <laughs> no Mr. Mark? Mark did you get
1: son at all yeah yeah quite a, a bit sign of respect
3: yeah quite a bit quite a Markson
1: did anybody call you Markson and then not call you Markson anymore
0: after, after, <laughs> after, after you said after that you liked wrestling, wrestling. I, started
3: saying I like Japanese programs um, they mostly were like amazed that I liked their wrestling and took it as a big compliment, which was kind of nice. It kind of got me in with some people, I think. That's really cool. And wrestling, of course, is, you know, pro wrestling in Japan is not, is perceived in a much more mainstream way than it is in the United States. Mm-hmm. Particularly in the 90s, it was like their, you know, if you counted it as a sport, it was like their third biggest sport in the 90s. I think only baseball and sumo were bigger. And, um, but you know, here it's really, you know, there's a certain, connotation that comes with wrestling and being a wrestling fan. Gee, I'm not familiar with that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but there, it's not like that. It's, it's m- slower than reality TV
0: here. It's mainstream. It's, like it's comic books and it's it's reruns of Star Trek.
3: That's wrestling, pretty much. People here see it mm-hmm. as a... Tr- a lot of people here see it as a really trashy, lowbrow like thing. Nat- I mean, right? And NASCAR, like that sort of yeah. market,
1: too. It's like, oh, stupid redneck stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, or the yeah, it's just... It's fake. Don't you know that? Like they're right. smarter than you. They know more about it. Right. Rather than it's a fun show.
3: Right. But it's not like that there. It's much more mainstream and respected. And it probably has to do with the style. Like the style of the show is grounded, realistic, and Respectful to the audience, like they're not doing a bunch of trashy shit on the show either. (laughs) You know, I mean, so no one's being covered in feces from a bucket
0: that's flung from the rafters.
3: No, uh, no, May, no Japanese version of May Young giving birth to a hand.
0: Oh, that's a shame. No Rosie
3: O'Donnell and Donald Trump Japanese (laughs) wrestling matches.
1: (laughs) So, real quick question on the show that you saw, Mm -hmm. what day and time was that show?
3: It was on a noon on a Sunday.
1: Wow, really?
3: Yeah. Are there a lot of shows being run through the week? Um, That was the second show that week. There was a New Japan show earlier in the week that I couldn't go to. And then there was the Noah show. That's
1: crazy. Noon on a Sunday. Yeah. Noon on a Sunday. It's so awesome to go watch wrestling at noon on a Sunday. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They got a ride over
3: there. It started. And it was like, I think, around a four hour show. Okay. Scott,
0: did you just say you needed a ride over there? I don't know. (laughs) I thought you were just like, oh, man. They got it right over there. Oh, I was like, and
1: um, I need a ride over there. (laughs) Man, I need a ride over there. United Airlines, I need a ride over there. (laughs) Uh, So six wrestling shops.
3: Yeah, there was like six, yeah, maybe somewhere around that, six or eight or so. Okay. A couple of them were closed, but got to go in most of them, and we don't have it here. One of them was the official New Japan store. Mm -hmm. So they had their own store, the New Japan shop. Um, down the street, like about three blocks away from Tokyo Dome. And that was really cool. That was, a you know, just merch. I mean, it's like what you would think it would be. It's just like T-shirts and posters and shit, you know.
1: Now, was it a thing where you walked in right away and you go, oh, my God, I want to buy all this stuff?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And they had like a little mini ring set up in there, small, and some of the old – Like a
1: Hornswoggle El torito size ring? Yes. Okay. Yes. And some of the – Did like... you tell
3: everybody about El Torito? <laughs> I just screamed, ole, 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 as I walked around. They loved it. A few knowing looks and uh, (laughs) complacent nods. (laughs) So they had, like, some old title belts on display there, which was awesome. Some of the old versions of the IWGP title. A bunch of wrestlers who have come there over the years autographed the walls. So the walls were covered with autographs. That was really cool.
1: It would be rad if they were frozen in carbonite on the walls. (laughs) ah!
3: (laughs) And then we just went to some other ones that are, like, you know, Probably the most interesting one was the mask shop. It was all masks. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently this is a company that makes the masks for Japanese wrestlers and they made tiger masks, masks and they made Jushin Thunder Liger's masks and um and uh, was that
0: them calling you back about <laughs> your wish. mask? Japan loves trumpets. <laughs> yeah.
3: So they had like a million masks in there. It was super cool. And they um and they also sell so, they make them for wrestlers and the wrestlers wear them and give them back to the shop to sell. Gross. And some of them were selling for 10000 US dollars. It it's crazy. Which
0: mask was $10,000?
3: Some Jusian Thunder Liger masks. Jusian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jusian Thunder. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I heard you not aware of that guy. No, I heard Dushian. <laughs> Dushian Thunder Liger. Yeah. So, uh, that was cool. So, those were my, um, my wrestling adventures. Wow. Yeah. It's
1: so crazy. Uh, Mark, before we get into more, uh, it's odd because there's been a guy standing behind you this whole time.
3: Oh, yeah. I brought him back from Japan. Oh.
0: Well, he's he's, a, he's kind of menacing. He's a really large guy.
3: Yeah, this is a, a Japanese uh, independent wrestler. He's working his oh. way up through the ranks. But he actually came here with me because he wants to break into wrestling here in the U.S.
1: Oh. Well, I, thanks for bringing him by. I mean, I guess we should talk to this guy. I mean, yeah. if you don't mind, if that's okay with him, I don't want to be – I don't want to force him to do an interview me he want to do. Let me ask him.
2: Oh, okay. I
3: He'll give you a very brief interview. A
0: very brief interview? Yes. He All will right.
3: permit such a thing, but you must be respectful towards him. Uh, Obviously. Yeah, this, look at, look at the way yeah. Steve is dressed. Curtain right. jerks never feel. Well, should I step out and give him a microphone? I mean, you uh, guys want to...
0: Uh, if you don't mind. All right. You know, you can help yourself to the candy you brought, mm-hmm. which is delicious. by th- Oh, I'm sorry. I could talk about this for hours, but let's,
3: let's talk to... What's this mm-hmm. guy's name? Uh... Hiroshi Tanashi. Okay.
0: Well, he's wearing a mask too. That's okay. Uh oh, hi, welcome Hiroshi. We're this welcome to Curtain Jerks. We're a Greetings. comedy podcast uh, mm-hmm. re- about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we're we're big fans of wrestling and we see that you're wearing a
1: mask. Mm-hmm. Um konnichiwa.
2: Yeah, konnichiwa. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, konnichiwa. No.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh moshi moshi. Pro wrestler. You're pro wrestler.
2: How how many years? Pro-wrestle. You need, I think he's uh, counting. Thief. Uh, uh, f- uh, fifth. He's holding up his hands
1: and his toes. F- ten, 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 ten years. Wow, wow! Congratulations.
2: Uh, uh, any major English? Uh, yes. Speaker English. I am. Uh, Me. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, very well. Yeah. It's, very good. Yeah, huh? Pretty good. Domo.
1: Any major injuries that you've suffered uh, throughout the years? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, any ouch ouch, uh, you know broken
1: bones. Uh, yeah,
2: broke, uh, broke, uh, broke a nose.
1: Broke
2: oh, nose. you broke, broke your nose. nose. Oh yeah, broken nose. So is that
0: why
1: you
2: wear this
0: mask? Ah, uh, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I can, know, huh? the color, the color of that mask ah. is very. Uh, yeah. How do you? It's like a magenta vicious, hue.
2: Vicious Yeah, mask. yeah I guess vicious. it's well, intimidate opponent.
0: Well. Yeah, it's a very vicious. of, you of wood. Yeah, it's a very vicious sort of light uh, purple lilac sort yeah. of color. I say lavender. Yeah. yeah, I guess even. Yeah, like a soft yeah. lavender, like a mm-hmm. TV blanket yeah, soft yeah, lavender. Yeah. Uh,
2: my um, character. Mm-hmm. Oh on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Japanese guessing in mask. My character name, lavender kitten.
0: <laughs> lavender kitten. I... That's a... Uh, vicious. <laughs> well, you got Vicious down uh, pretty well. Uh, yeah, I think maybe you... I think you'll probably deliver... Based on If it was just to I, see the name on paper, I'd be like, ah. But then seeing you, I'm like, I can buy it.
2: Uh, a further nickname.
0: Further? What? Mm. Like a subtitle. Oh, okay.
2: The Surprising.
1: The surprising? The surprising Lavender Kitten. <laughs> hey! Lavender Kitten, Lavender kitten the surprising. Strong style! <laughs> I don't doubt it. Strong style. I am surprised. Strong style. Strong style. Uh, uh, I
2: am here to kick. Kick your ass! <laughs> CM Punk. Oh, you're after CM Punk? Oh, that's a good, good on. Come, come, CM Punk.
0: Uh, uh so Hiroshi wrestling. Lavender Kitten the surprising yeah, what would yeah. you say is the major difference between Japanese wrestling and American? Ah uh, uh,
2: Japanese wrestling um
0: strong style strong style tough tough, tough. W- would you say dominating brutal would you dominate <laughs> uh, Let's see American
2: wrestling um cartoon bullshit
1: <laughs> cartoon bullshit cartoon that's cartoon a strong bull- statement right, right there Pussies? Mm. Cartoon bullshit pussies?
0: Pussy. Is that your finishing move?
1: Hey. Your finishing move is cartoon bullshit pussies.
0: Uh, no, cartoon hey. bullshit pussies, pussy.
1: Oh, sorry. I. Hey. What? Can you describe your finishing move or do it on Steve? Uh, but you know.
2: How uh... come? Oh,
1: my God. That was an inverted uh, T-bone suplex that went straight into a pile driver and an armbar.
2: Ah, uh, yeah,
0: Hiroshi, how would you compare uh, the Cell, cell. You have his, uh, your cell on his My road. finisher, cell.
2: My finisher, bitch. <laughs> I,
1: I'm amazed. <laughs> Lavender Kid, the surprising is, is, is tremendous. That is that is not cartoon
2: bullshit. Uh, has- uh, surprising. Very surprising? Very surprising. I surprising? Didn't think
0: it- Hiroshi, how would these polished concrete floors compare to a Japanese ring? Uh, same. <laughs> same.
2: Uh, same. Yeah, we have
0: very polished concrete floors. Strong style.
2: Strong style. Uh, what, mm. what
1: do you think of the American wrestling ring?
2: Pussy ring. Pussy ring? Ring of pussies. Well, that sounds kind of nice, doesn't it? Trampoline ring. For pussy clowns.
1: You think... Wow, those, these are strong. Bouncy, so, bouncy, bouncy. Very descriptive. So, Trampoline for child. For child. So you're for calling CM child. Punk a child? Child pussy. Child is <laughs> a child pussy. <laughs> well, I don't, you might have uh, the exact uh, translation uh, on that. You may be saying what you want to say on that. Surprising. <laughs> very surprising. <laughs> so if you were to wrestle CM Punk, where uh, would you wrestle him? No wrestle CM Punk. Destroy. Did, okay, where would you destroy CM Punk? WrestleMania. Wrestlemania. So that would be in an American uh, girl pussy ring. Yeah. Is that going to be to your advantage? Because you'll just be bouncing around. Uh,
2: How are you going to hurt him? Outside the ring.
1: Oh. Outside the ring. No holds barred.
2: No Matt. No Matt. Matt. No Matt.
1: Anybody m- named Matt is not no allowed. Matt.
2: No Matt. Okay.
0: Outside the ring. How about eBay, a Jonathan?
2: Outside the ring. CM Punk surprising. Surprising. Finishing Uh,
0: Onto the Japanese ring of the concrete. Aye. Do you think you'll get lured in by your uh, uh, very cute kitten mask? Ah, uh, so, uh, cute other
2: okay, cute kitten. Uh, vicious.
1: Oh, right.
0: Yeah, yeah the, lavender, the vicious lavender of your kitten mask. Yeah. It's like a killer clown, is
1: really what it looks like. Yeah that you see a clown and you're like oh they they can't be mean
0: and hurtful and but then, then you f- see their sharp razor teeth mm-hmm. that's uh, what your mask is uh, any stipulations of this wrestlemania sti- match sti- is there stipulations common sti- in uh, uh no no,
2: uh, no not common not no, not not common. common stipulation
0: so no cage matches no uh, no
2: uh, fire no uh sometime fire. <laughs> sometimes fire
0: <laughs> so that you know what fire seems sometimes a lot fire. more <laughs> crazy for
2: sometimes Occasionally explosive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said that quite well. Uh, do you want to
1: wrestle at WrestleMania Thirty in Louisiana? Have you ever been to Louisiana?
2: Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Could you say Louisiana? Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Louisiana. Uh,
1: it's uh, it's uh, it's not bad Rouge, but what is it? It's Bomb a, temps. Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, do you know yeah, about Bat American Mardi, Mardi Gras? Yeah, oh,
2: Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beads. <laughs> yeah, beads. <Yeah, feeds>. Titties!
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, some yes. some titties are the size flash, of beads.
2: Flash the titties.
1: Is that a thing that you do in Japan? No, oh, no, 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 no. Not for Christmas or no. perhaps Easter? Oh no. no. Easter. Yeah, what do you guys do for Easter?
2: Easter.
0: Easter. Uh, uh crucifixion.
2: Okay. <laughs> yes, the crucifixion.
0: Or uh, right three days after the crucifixion. Uh wrestle CM Punk.
2: Crucifixion man. <laughs> Oh, thank
0: you so much. Uh Lavender Kitten. Yeah, Hiroshi, thank surprising. you. Thank you for joining us. I am smarting. This back is smarting. You're lucky
2: I did not uh, beat you Steve Sears with my special weapon. What? Special weapon? Yeah, what
0: is this special weapon? It is right
2: here. It is um in American it is a vicious weapon in American it's called
0: uh, so oh, let me just unwrap this uh, tissue. Oh,
2: called Feather Duster.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Vicious. I Strong style. <laughs> For an object. I guess so, yeah.
1: it's That's a new foreign object. That's yours. That's like Triple H and the Sledgehammer. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you so much, aye. Lavender Kitten the Surprising. Uh, where uh, Can
2: we follow you on Twitter? Aye, aye, aye. L- um, uh. Surprising. <laughs> mm-hmm. At. At surprising lavender kitten <laughs> That takes up a lot of characters but okay mm. thank you so much
1: for this uh brief interview uh, thanks for joining i got to go i got to you are a big
0: guy mas. Mm. wow wow i'm uh... mark thanks for bringing that guy yep yeah. you You good Tom? no 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 just stand stay here all right okay i think he's i think he's good all right good
1: i think he's good good i don't want to anger him because I that Jack- move that he does steve is
0: we got to be careful because Jack tends to run into the room blind, so we got to have a giant oh, Japanese yes. wrestler blocking the door. Our Curtain so. Dirt's
1: general manager, Jack Swagger, might just run in and not know who he is. Oh, right. That's true. Mm. you got to be careful. Well,
0: yeah, it's. I, I was going to ask you about this uh, mm.
1: with wrestling before we get to this
3: awesome magazine. Oh, yeah. I
0: was also going to ask you, can I eat this candy you brought? Yes.
3: Uh, split it. All right. I brought some candy from Japan. What is this called? That's a strawberry Kit Kat. A what? Strawberry Kit Kat. Okay. I would call it Japandi. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, I
0: just want to point out, I'm opening the Strawberry Kit Kat. It looks like whatever they make the Chicken McNuggets out of before they cook it. Yeah, But it's oh, yeah. delicious. No wonder I like it so much. It is a pink goo-covered waif hair. I got 20 nuggets the other night, Mark, and thought of you.
1: <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, for those that are professional wrestling fans that you were teaching these classes to, did you ever make that comparison to if improvisation's new that in pro wrestling that they're feeling the crowd and they're calling things on the fly and just adapting to the
3: situation and feeling in the moment and doing that. I, I talked about that with some of the Yoshimoto executives. You know that was similar cuz some of them were wrestling fans or at least had been when they grew up. You know, and they knew the big stars, Onita, and they know Anoki and all that stuff. So Gangrel. <laughs> so I talked about it a little bit with them because of yeah, of course you know, Pro wrestling is very similar to to what we do when we're improvising on stage where we just have kind of a basic outline of where we're going to go and we're filling in the dots. And, and the if a r- joke
0: hits, you follow
3: it. You chase it. Yeah. So if
0: there's somebody who has their routine and they know, oh, this character's really working well, then you just keep hamming it up or you keep pushing that character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling off the audience and all that stuff. Hey.
1: <laughs> now you've really adapted. <laughs> um, were there conversations between you and the other wrestling fans about – like How much TNA sucks?
3: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really know TNA there. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was trying to like get to that. I'm like, Impact Wrestling and all that. They no one seemed to really know it there. So I think they untapped must market. It. Yeah. <laughs> Aces and untapped Nates. market. They do get WWE pay per views there, but is it they, like
1: in England where they get it for free uh, on another day?
3: They get it on another day, and it's like three weeks later. Three weeks. So later. So like that guy was like, the guy I was hanging out with was like, hell in a cell. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. And I was like, hell in a cell? It was like weeks ago. And he's like, we get it three weeks later. So for some reason, I don't know why, they get it three weeks later. But they're also only like $20. Bu- it tra- it's only like $20 US to watch the pay per they do the have to pay for it. They do have to pay for oh, it, but okay. it's not very expensive. When I told him we, it's like fifty five dollars for us. He was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> I, like, I, I wonder, know you're... that's how we feel. So I guess their <laughs> weekly programming is probably also three weeks behind. Also, I right? don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. That'd Maybe it is. Up. That'd be totally fucked. It's <laughs> yeah. actually four weeks old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did they have any wrestlers or anything where they were surprised in America, like like an El Torito or like any any of the characters or anything, like? Do you guys like this? Because we hate it. Oh, I know what you're asking. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they must. Right? I didn't know if you guys had any of those conversations. Yeah. Or were you finding – who did they say were their favorite uh, American wrestlers? CM Punk. Okay.
3: Yeah. CM Punk. Because was- of those pipe bombs? They love the <laughs> pipe bombs? <laughs> I guess so. CM Punk seemed to be really over in with the Japanese fans that I talked to well, who, who keep up with the current product.
1: What about Kane.
3: No one mentioned Kane. Really? It seems like Kane would be popular over there. (laughs) Oh, well,
0: that's really gonna hurt their feelings. About three <laughs> only weeks. libertarian have- Kane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
3: Well, <laughs> they were like, we never liked Kane until this libertarian. <laughs> until he became just gimmick. very
0: respectful <laughs> and straightforward <laughs> and put
1: together. Go back and listen to last week's episode. Uh, corporate Kane
0: speaks, and you figure out all about why Corporate Kane is uh, doing what he's doing. Strange mm-hmm, enough, mm-hmm. hearing him first time on the podcast sounds exactly like he sounds on the TV. True, it, he does. If you, you heard it here first, <laughs> uh, Mark bought. An annual program,
1: as you put it, mm-hmm. of a WWE – well, an annual program introducing people to the WWE This product. is like a WWE yeah. primer.
3: Yeah. We don't have an equivalent of this in the United States, but this is a popular thing in Japan. They sell these magazines. They're, they're large magazines. They had one for WWE. They had one for New Japan. And they are meant to – they are meant for – people who are not currently fans but are interested in the product to be able to purchase and learn about it
1: that's so bizarre to me that they would that they really think people would just buy it and want to learn about
3: it. i know especially and it's not like it it's not like at a great price point to do such a thing either because this was 15 bucks
1: yeah 15 bucks and so it's, it's like if you chapters. want like somebody
3: to just look at something and kind of for the first time ever and test it out, that seems a little like you'd make something smaller for like five bucks. You That's, know? I know. It's
0: a $15 <laughs> starter package. Yeah. Them, I'm a wrestling fan. <laughs>
3: and, yeah. And to read about it when you could
1: watch it or there's YouTube right. or all these things. It's like, well, read up on wrestling because that'll make a lot of sense. For yeah. Me. But it has these chapters in here. These the table of contents, their faces and moments. What's WWE? How to Enjoy WWE, <laughs> Superstars of WWE, WWE as a Great Entertainment, mm-hmm. and uh, my favorite, Deep Inside
0: WWE. <laughs> That's like the JBL and Michael Cole show.
1: <laughs> so it has all these uh, pictures and images to start of just sort of moments at first and then uh, explaining that all the television shows that they have, and then the titles mm-hmm. and different types of pay-per-views and stipulations of matches. And then going into what WrestleMania is, and this unbelievable picture of Triple H with hearts around him. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. That's the dating. I have no section. idea
3: what that is. This is such, and Yoshi is all throughout this magazine. Yes, they feature they feature Yoshi Tatsu in this magazine as if he is like at at least like semi main event level star. When in reality, hasn't been on Raw in like three years, probably.
1: <laughs> this is the wildest photo right here because it looks like they're hanging out together. Like there's some sort of comic book duo the rock of the Undertaker. Rock and
3: Undertaker. have mm-hmm. been photoshopped it next to each other. Oh,
1: my God. we got to take so many photos of these and post them online. And then there's a page, I think six pages in, amongst the really the prominently featured uh, superstars. I mean, we're going from like your Randy Orton's and Dolph Ziggler's into a page that contains Big Show, Mr. McMahon and Yoshi Tatsu. <laughs> Yoshi Tatsu is on the same page as Vince McMahon. And whatever this credit is that he has right here, it says WWE and ECW. Uh. ECW is in the same line. It's so Amazing.
3: The ladies, of course, the divas. Oh, this is hilarious. I know. There's a two pages dedicated to su- it's called. It says superstars on the screen in English, and it's like a little feature on WWE films.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's the Marine Trilogy and the 12 rounds movies I know. and see no evil
3: and the chaperone and the
1: chaperone and the condemned. <laughs> oh, my God. This thing is amazing. <laughs> this was only fifteen yeah. dollars. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is wait, so. wait, I'm
0: sorry, does that say visual arts of the WWE? Yes. Yes. So signs?
3: It's posters for pay-per-view shows. These are pictures of all the posters of recent pay per views. Oh
0: my gosh. And some sort of comic book with Undertaker and CM Punk. Yeah. This at is WrestleMania. The most Japanese cartoon I've ever seen in my entire
3: <laughs> life. We'll put pictures of all this on the uh, oh on the Facebook.
1: God. Uh yeah, this and then as and then a <laughs> closing article. Of, about Taka Michinoku, and then there's also a picture with Austin and a fanny pack giving Taka the bird.
3: <laughs> and Taka's surprise. Well, Taka Michinoku, there's like a three page story here on Taka Michinoku, because you know he he had a very brief run in WWE in like late 90s, probably right. Uh,
0: SmackDown's number one announcer. Yeah, like earlier than that. 90s. Oh, was that so? And That's then Naki. like up
3: until 2000, 2001, something like that. But now he's a huge star in Japan. He's 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 still as active in his big he's star. Awesome. So they they've had this large article about him as if he is like was like a big star in, in the U, in the U.S. too, which he wasn't. But and what was this page here? They've got a um, you know Tenzai Killer Khan. is that? Oh oh no, no no no! I thought that was Tenzai, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, that's Killer Khan. Sorry. That's
1: a template for uh, Tenzai. <laughs> they got a legend section. This thing. This thing is truly, truly.
0: What well, is that's a giant steak? Uh,
3: this is a photo gallery of WWE wrestlers in Japan over the years. Oh, no
0: wait, is that the uh, the steak shop? That yeah, where Cena wore those weird pants.
3: Yeah, this is um this famous steak shop in in Japan, which I did not get a chance to go to, called Rivera Steakhouse, which was the um the uh, sort of um the Brown Derby. <laughs> Of professional wrestling The Planet Hollywood. In the Planet uh, of Professional Wrestling Restaurants in uh, in Japan.
0: Whoa, whoa. Did you say plural? Professional Wrestling Restaurant? <laughs> yes, I guess. You mean Professional restral- Restaurant? <laughs> oh, my God. Is
3: that an ad for
0: Les Mies? Yes. yes. Well, at the very end? The last page, there's an ad for Les Mies. <laughs> How do you you keep calling it Les Why Mies? are you saying Les Mies? Yeah, because the that's Miz is I, not in it. It's
2: <laughs> Oh God, they're gonna do that now, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> I'm make lame uh,
1: Well, we gotta talk about uh, some wrestling that happened this week. Uh, this big thing. Do that we happened.
0: have to? <laughs> Why can't we talk more about Japan?
1: Well, I was—I'd be so curious to see a Japanese crowd's reaction to the Shield versus the Wyatt family that <laughs> broke out on Raw for that. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'd go, uh, Yeah, they'd go, Because they're big fans of Sen of Woman. As yeah, well. I was about to say an Al Pacino <laughs> fans. <laughs> but this seems to be leading up to a Survivor Series match of a six-on-six,
3: which I don't think they've done before, I, uh, I, numbers-wise. I th- I think I don't think they're doing that. You don't think they're doing that? I think they already announced that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are facing two of the Shield guys at Survivor Series. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, as we were watching it, you were saying this should be a WrestleMania event. Yeah.
3: I, you want me to look this up as we're talking? You can look it up, sure. I think that's true. Uh,
1: all right. I, I think it's going to be a six-on-six. Six. I think it's going to be the Roses uh, and the Usos those, and uh, Cena, or not Cena,
0: uh, Brian and Punk. and
1: Punk versus uh, the Shield and the Wyatts.
0: God, but they don't like each other. Maybe that's what's going to happen. But they have a common enemy. They're going to put it together, and their common enemy isn't going to be enough, and they're not going to be able to work together. Could be. What's after Survivor Series? What's the paper?
1: TLC. TLC. love and care. That's when they really get along. Yeah,
0: that's when they really work out their issues. I I can imagine them doing Survivor Series, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, Wyatt Family doesn't make it work, and so they uh, end up having some sort of match at uh, TLC together. They implode.
3: They implode. What's after TLC? Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Then then we're into WrestleMania season. The road to
0: WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania. You
3: can learn all about it in this annual magazine. (laughs) That's three weeks old. Uh, okay, yeah, WWE announced—it's not The Shield. WWE announced that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are wrestling the um, Rowan and Harper of the Wyatt family.
1: At Survivor Series? At Survivor Series. Oh, uh, I hope they they realize that there's a better thing to do. Make Which it a is Survivor a classic Series Survivor match. Series match. Yeah. I don't.
0: Know, why, I wish they'd even call it a classic Survivor Series match. They could just call it a Survivor Series yeah. match. Yes, they could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, a vintage Survivor Series match. <laughs> Uh, Well,
1: it's time for the plug of the week, which is this week is Laugh on Behalf, which, Mark, that's your thing. That's Mm. something you started.
3: Yeah. uh, We started this uh, all-volunteer organization, um, sort of a collective, and our goal is to produce live comedy events that exist, that benefit existing charities, existing nonprofits. And that
1: dominate.
2: We
3: will dominate (laughs) the Red Cross.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Make a Wish Foundation. We will dominate you. <laughs> um,
3: so um, you've had your first event. We recently. just had our first event, which uh, was we called the Detroit Party. It was here in Los Angeles, and it. Um, ben, I'm from Detroit, and it benefited um, sc- um, the up and coming RoboCop movie. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it. It, it uh, gave funding to uh, a charity called the Detroit Creativity Project, which teaches improvisation and um, other arts classes in Detroit schools free of charge. And then uh, hopefully run another one um, coming up this spring for another charity. No. But we're at laughonbehalf.com, dot com, so check it out.
1: I'm sure at this event you didn't have any stars like a Paul F. Tompkins or even a Keegan Michael Key. We, we
3: actually we did not have Keegan Michael Key because Keegan oh, was <shit>. out of <laughs> town.
1: What <laughs> yeah. a bastard that guy!
3: But we had some great stars: Maryland Ricejob, who used to be on um, on 24. 24. People know her from Chloe, 24 Mr. show. 24. And um, uh, Paul F. Tompkins performed, and Fred Willard performed, no. and. Uh, yeah, we, and, um, what did Paul F. Tompkins end up doing? Cause I know you said he was. Yeah. So Paul, Paul F. Tompkins did his, um, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber character. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Cause we, he said, we asked him to do the show and he said, yeah. And he said, but I'm not gonna do it as myself. I'm gonna do it as a character. Right. So we were like, okay, can we still advertise it as you? Cause that's what helps with the fundraising. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, 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 of course. But so, so he so he had me introduce him as his Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber character. Mm-hmm. And- He did this really hilarious stand-up bit in that. But We're going to be releasing a podcast, a free podcast as part of Comedy Podcast Network with some of the highlights and some of the best acts from that night. So it'll be up on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com probably within the next few weeks. Phil, uh, our producer for Curtain Jerks, is producing uh, that podcast as well. We're going to have it up online.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. And and then if people want to make donations because it's
3: not like it's stopped, it's an ongoing thing, right? That's right. So People they can donate do. at DetroitCreativityProject.org.
1: Well, that's great.
3: Yeah, thank you.
1: Um, and it is time for Jerk Tweets. Each week, go to Twitter.com and follow us at CurtainJerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. I am Alex Root says, In your opinions, who is the one wrestler WWE
0: has dropped the ball with the most? Yoshi Yoshitatsu.
1: <laughs> According to this annual, I don't think so. Yeah, if, <laughs> you know what, Maybe they're actually <laughs> turning that around.
3: Takamishinoku? Oh, no yeah. Way. yeah. Hey. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no uh,
1: I'd say Zack Ryder. Like it has uh, to be Zack Ryder. That guy got so popular for himself on his own. Yeah, on his own. People are chanting for him. They want to see him. There's still signs in the crowd that say "We want Ryder." He yeah. was on Raw
0: on uh, Monday. Are you sure they're not Hawk talking about Goods. Bob
3: Ryder? From, Ooh, they might have been talking from, about Bob Ryder from OneWrestling.com. <laughs> uh, TNA current TNA employee
1: is he? Yeah.
3: Oh, good for him.
1: <laughs> Uh, what well, people in Japan don't
3: know who he is, <laughs> but I'd say Zack Ryder. What about you guys? I would, uh, second the Zack Ryder. I think, um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm kind of bitchy about this Daniel Bryan stuff as a lot of the IWC is right now, but I wouldn't say that they dropped the ball on him the most, but
1: I think they got to take him out of that title picture for a little bit to then ramp it up for Road to Wrestlemania. So you give him that feud in the meantime with Shield and Wyatt's. And then Royal Rumble that you drop him back in the picture. Yeah. You do the filler guys in between. You know, you're doing your big show and whatever. And that fizzles out. The champ is established. And then you put him back in. Mark is God. sneering. That Mark is sneering. Imagine
0: if John Cena said that. The champ is established. <laughs> uh, it's like watching your English teacher wrestle.
3: I think maybe I would also say Ryback to a certain degree because I think they should have just gone all the way with him early on when he was getting over as in the Goldberg gimmick as the unstoppable baby face monster. So and what, they went to hell second base? Solo- huh? They only went to second base? They didn't hit a home run? Well, he... They went to Hell in a Cell with him against... That pay-per-view where he went to CM with Punk a year ago at Hell in a Cell, I think they should have put him over on that pay-per-view and just gone all the way with him and at least let him hold the title for like a month or something. I think it really... It was that pay-per-view did an abnormally high buy rate. He was getting over, mm-hmm. and he was selling tickets, and he was selling pay-per-views, and they killed him on that. And I don't think he's ever recovered from it, really.
0: All right. But it was weird because it was nobody, 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 and then it felt like he got into the title picture very fast. There yeah. wasn't enough jumps, I feel like, yeah. to get there.
3: Although they've still got some juice out of him. You know, I I think Zack Ryder's a really good pick. Yeah. Where it's like, this guy could have been a huge star and just wasn't. Maybe and they should just merch. swap
0: gimmicks. Let Ryback have a little uh, video show for himself and then yeah. Ryder woo, woo, woo. becomes unstoppable. I eat it. Yeah. No,
3: woo woo woo, I eat you. <laughs> what about Loki? Low key was somebody they dropped the ball Caval. on. Caval. Caval. He was he was really over after that NXT.
1: They and putting him up with the Michelle McCool and Layla, like that he ran uphill with that. That, yeah. that was the hardest struggle to get yeah. over of the worst pairing that it could have been. Yeah. And he managed to do it.
3: Yeah, and and um, and uh, the gimmick was that what they were bringing him in for was they were going to bring him in as evil, an evil version of Ray Mysterio to feud with Ray, mm-hmm. and then they never did that. I think that's a, I think that was a missed opportunity.
1: That was a big missed opportunity.
3: With yeah, because that would that could have been sweet.
1: Yeah, he was he was really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you agree with all these, Steve? Yes. Uh, and I then p- the Rock. I feel like they really dropped the ball on it. <laughs> uh, Chris Bickley 5 says, if you could invent a new gimmick match that has never been done before, what would it be, and who would be in
0: it? Whoa. new That's heavy. But I feel like they're always trying to make up new gimmick matches, right? That's why we're going to so give many. them one. Uh, we're going to give them one.
1: I'd say, okay, first off, do away with the normal ropes. Rubber band ropes. <laughs> Oh, so, like, <laughs> like so you could really get space and then there's, like, additional time. steps on the outside of the ring so you can really get back and launch yourself.
3: What well, about what about when Vince Russo created the backwards battle royal in TNA a couple of years ago? Remember that? Right, that throw people into the ring? Yes, they did this on TNA television. Oh, that's right. They did this on Impact. God, I— You had to fight in—get into the ring, over the top rope, into the ring, and that's when you were safe. <laughs> and then you did your— <laughs>
0: That's terrible. And then did you fight anybody once you got in I don't the even ring? remember. See, yeah, that's the thing that you can
1: spitball all you want, but when he's just spitballing and they go, "All right, let's put it on TV." This is why we're filtering
0: right now. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I say rubber band ropes. Uh I'd like to see the uh what's the match from Ready to Rumble? With the the, the three-tier uh, That was a match. That
3: was, was a WCW match. Yeah, what they did they? Yes. town. Really? Yeah. Dude, we're going to yeah. show you this on YouTube. The three-level, the three-stack cages on top yeah. of each other.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what it's called. I'm sure people at home right now are going, "That was the Mayan Pyramid of
3: Death!" (laughs) I'll tell you one I'd bring back. What would you bring back? War games, the best gimmick match of all time. Two rings, so many seats. (laughs) I guess so. The thing I never understood is thirty extra seats you can't sell. Why not make it
1: a gigantic ring? Hey, why, that'd be cool. Why have Ooh. it be two rings? Man, it's right. so simple. A
0: bigger ring. <laughs> <laughs> a super big ring with a super big cage. Yeah, super bi- super cage. Yeah. That's what it's called. And then
1: you have the if you want to make the separation between the two, maybe you do put a cage in the middle, uh like a cage door so that way guys can get separated from one another. Yes. Like your team could get uh separated. Oh, that'd oh, be that's awesome. Cool. That'd that's be good. very cool. That's good. All right, so we're 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 uh fiddling with the war games okay, super yeah. cage super cage super big ring super yeah. cage uh-huh just a, say a super cage and then there's a really big cage around it yeah of super size thank you uh and then a door in between anything else that you add to this I don't who know. do you put barking in dogs <laughs> okay, barking dogs. I like this. On the outside, or are they in the no, ring? No, they just
0: pipe in barking dog noise. They pipe it in. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, is that Titus O'Neil just doing it? In no, backstage? no, no, no. Uh,
0: they, uh, they have a couple German Shepherds and a sound booth.
1: Okay. Who do you put in this match? Brock Lesnar's got to go in to establish it. Well, you right need,
3: need a couple. It would be great is to have like a Wyatts versus the Shield type vibe. Okay. A couple like. Teams that hated each other, you know, like in the war games, it was always like the horseman versus the babyface team right. of the day that they were feuding Stings with. Stings, you know? painted face, friends. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be good to have like a Wyatts versus Shields type thing. Shields they So I mean. we
1: got to add a couple members to the Shield. So I say Mark Henry to join the Shield. Yeah, you get a big tactical vest for him. Mm-hmm. You throw him in there.
3: A very big tactical
0: vest. Mm-hmm. A uh, super
1: vest. Uh. Or a vest
3: that's just really, really bad.
0: I, I, I thought Kane was going to join the Wyatt family. I thought he was going to become the creepy, weird, leather faced guy to join their little creepy clan. No,
3: nope, just a libertarian.
0: <laughs> no, they just kidnapped him and, you know, he just. No matter what, he, he is definitely creepier now without that mask, wearing a suit. <laughs> it is so awkward. It'd be, you know what would be funny? You know what would be really funny, guys? What? As if he started um, practicing law and he told everyone he was Kane's brother. <laughs> mm, the I Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I think to close out the show. Uh, I know what?
1: we're running tight close on it time. out? Yeah, we're we're just getting started. Well, I've gotten big news. You went to Japan. Yeah. You're not the only person that I hear went to Japan. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody else. Our our special correspondent, Jeff Hardy. Ah, he's getting a lot of flack right now. He's he's got a big album coming out. Oh. He just released a music video. Yes, um, Hardy Son
0: oh yeah Jeff Hardy son mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I think uh, <laughs> are he, as he's known party son Mr. Party Mr. Party son <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right Very uh, that's Mr. Mr.
1: Party <laughs> I don't know where he's at right now but I figure we should call him up because I think he's trying to make a deal about selling his record to Japan oh uh, yeah you should give him a call because people in America are not excited about it that, rec- that
3: he's got that mu- new music video and everything
1: yeah what would you say about it Mark
3: you know, I thought um <laughs> oh,
0: that's all right. We can give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's uh, it's ringing. Oh, everybody's thinking about every other day, and you get yourself a trap, and then you find yourself a life, and then you, cut yourself the and you get yourself a butter, and you get a jar and you eat yourself a cup phone. of coffee. You Jeff going? Hardy, oh oh You you're singing again when you when you <laughs> pick up the phone. Oh no, man, that was that wasn't me. That was, that was that was my ringtone. All right.
1: It wasn't, but okay, if your ringtone was still going when you answered the phone.
0: Ah, you got me, man. It's a hidden track off my new album. It It is a hidden track, so yeah. you have your new
1: album coming out.
0: Yeah, Plurality of Worlds, available oh. now on dot com. Jeff Hardy, uh, we have Mark Wurzeka sitting in with us today. Hey, Mark Wurzeka, how you doing?
3: All right, man, how are you?
0: Good, just out on assignment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: doing
0: my job. Where are mm-hmm. you? We haven't given you a job. Where are you right now? Uh, Yokohama. <laughs> Yokohama. I think What's so. I, I don't see a sign, but I think it's Yokohama. Is it blacklit there?
1: <laughs>
0: no, <Nah>, I am.
1: <laughs> where Where is Yokohama? What country are you in right now?
0: I'm in Japan. You're in
1: Japan. Yeah. So it's true.
0: Yeah. what well, was there a rumor going around? I'm on assignment. There are rumors going around. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna catch a show. Uh. Be make, in it or no? Perform? No. I'm gonna catch a show. I'm gonna go to a couple wrestling shops. And then I'm also going to find out a little bit about the culture of Japan, you know, and get you guys a real good exclusive.
1: Uh, Okay, Jeff, I got to burst your bubble oh, right there. sorry, man. Mark Orzeka just did that. He
3: I just you, did that. beat you to it, buddy.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> he even brought back a, a wrestler, an independent Japanese wrestler.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, who'd you guys get? Did you get uh, uh, Scarlet Kitten? What's his name? The
3: Surprising Lavender Kitten.
0: No, the Lavender Mm. Kitten, the The Surprising. surprising. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I know him from the circuit. Have you guys wrestled each other? No, no, no. That guy's stiff. Oh, okay. Throws potatoes and expects receipts. Is that that you, Scarlet? Is that you? Yeah, Jeff Hardy. Lavender. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) They love it when I do this. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Ah, chop me. You <laughs> chop me. Ah, ah,
1: Shut on. No, no, no. Scott, are you okay? <laughs> nope. No. No. Nope. My nipple's
0: gone. <laughs> no, what? Oh, it's on my shirt. Oh, oh here. Oh. Thank you. Is everything all right over there? I just heard a big chopping noise.
1: No, nope, my nipple's been chopped off.
0: Oh, yeah. That's how I that, I got both of mine replaced. Can you tell us about your album? Yeah, the Plurality of Worlds. Yeah. Uh, available on Chop uh, do you com.
1: Are you feeling good about this?
0: Yeah, man. It was like a, every song on that album was like a therapy session for me. Tell
1: us uh, one of your favorite lyrics from your songs.
0: Uh, Got to find it. Got, got to find it. You're going to find it. Once we found it, we found each other. Is that about,
1: is that about you in a relationship? No, nah,
0: man. It's just about me working through stuff. Like I was looking for my keys one day and I was like, I got to find it because I had to go out to my car to use the bathroom because my bathroom was busted. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Um, are you, how how are your sales doing for this album so far? I gotta admit, a lot of Americans so far are not excited about this. They're giving you a lot of flack.
0: You know, it's not really so much about sales, it's more about Google Analytics and trying to figure out where the numbers lie. so I guess (laughs) you could say I don't know.
1: Uh Uh-huh. How are the fourteen-year-old girls taking it? Are they really excited about this? Does it does it really reach them? Were you did you have them in mind when writing these songs?
0: Yeah, I guess you could say I'm reaching pretty deep inside fourteen-year-old girls. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you, that's what you want to say. No, well, I no, I think my music speaks to everybody on a really deep level. Like uh, some people think that if you're in a music video and you keep showing footage of yourself looking unsure about the track that you just laid down, <laughs> right? I think it shows depth. <laughs> And a little bit of subtlety and maybe a little bit of intricate feelings. Other people might just think you're not sure about the music you just made.
1: That's what I thought when I watched your music video, which has that in there. All right. It really seems like you don't know if you're happy with your own Uh, song. But
0: see, Scott, those are special effects. Of you looking confused? Yeah, like I'm in front of a green screen and I've got makeup on my face. That's just me working through my music.
1: Okay. Um, And this is your new entrance song in TNA. What? Yeah, you come out to this song now. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You came out to another song why of I would, yours before. Why would
0: I, yeah, I'd come out to a, a Rocket song that I did. Why would I come out to such a, like an introspective song about how I deal with life and how I wish things were different? Why I would think I, you do. I'm honestly... Uh, I'm... TNA, bullshit. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's a challenge laid down right there.
2: Bullshit.
0: You know, I I understand a lot of people in Japan don't know about TNA, so I'm honored to know that Violet Fever, the Scarlet <laughs> Kitten, would um, even. Uh, He's gotta but- find it, got gotta find He's it. Butchering find it when He's butchering your name. we gotta find, I, it. I, I find wanna... each other.
2: Uh-oh. uh Oh,
0: hello. TNA,
2: tits and ass.
0: Yeah, that's you know a lot of people make that misconception, but it's pretty true. Knockout division's pretty great. <laughs> Well, Jeff, I, I hope the album goes well, and I hope you— May me too!
1: <laughs> I hope something goes well for you in Japan. I hope you catch a show or sell a couple albums.
0: Yeah, I'm about to get a sushi hot dog.
1: Oh, all right. Well, good that's luck a, with that's that.
0: That's a roll of sushi inside of a hot dog bun.
1: Okay. Well, Jeff, feels nice But to you talk- don't
0: slice it, so you can't tell what's inside it.
1: Well, but you'll bite into it.
0: Yeah, but when you look at it, you can't tell what's in it. What? I also only look down at sushi. I don't look into it.
1: Okay, we'll take a bite right now. What would you get? Oh, deal! Well, all right. Well, but no,
0: no, urchin. It's urchin. It's urchin. Okay. Well, that's like an disgusting. orange bo butter. Those are gonads. Did what? you know that? Those aren't gonads. They are. They're not gonads. You're Talk ur- to Eric Young. It was on off the hook extreme catches. What are you telling me that the the meat and the sweet meat inside of an urchin is a gonad? That's right. Well, I guess you could say I got a big mouthful of hot dog and gonads. All right. Well, say hi
1: to those 14-year-old girls for me.
0: Well, they only I can't talk to them. They just scream. Okay. Well, thank you, Jeff. It's excitement. <laughs> oh, hell. That's Jeff Hardy. Wow. That was a fascinating interview. He's very intrepid. He's like our National Geographic
1: field reporter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Mark, any closing thoughts about Japan and uh, the wrestling scene in Japan.
3: Well, it's... Uh, you know, I would encourage... Everybody, if you're interested in any of the Japanese pro wrestling stuff and you've never seen it, uh, I'd encourage you to Google some stuff on um, New Japan Pro Wrestling, especially this recent stuff. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube. I, I think they just... Um, I think they just leave it up there because they want you know any Americans right. to watch it. And all their big shows get posted on YouTube. And particularly, you could Google Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's the big star in New Japan right now. And all of his big matches have been fantastic.
1: Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yes. All right. We'll put that on our Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter so that way
3: you'll know how to spell it. Mm-hmm. And thanks for letting me uh, come chat about this uh, Japan trip. You're if always welcome
1: mm-hmm. here, Mark. And of course you gotta go to uh, check out what Mark's doing with Laugh on Behalf. Again, what's the website or Twitter? Laugh on dot com. And then on Twitter as well? Laugh on Behalf at Laugh on Behalf on Twitter. So and you can donate well, it's and help at out. At
0: laugh on behalf, not at laugh on behalf on Twitter right. com. <laughs> Just <laughs> at laugh and behalf.
1: And of course, uh, still rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And send us proof of that curtainjerks at gmail.com. And we'll send you a personalized message of one of your favorite characters thanking you for rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. That's right. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Mark Corsica. Enjoy wrestling, kids.